Alan Schopler. Alan is Pacific Northwest correspondent for Al Jazeera America. More than a pleasure to have him with us. Happy, happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. Happy New Year to you, Leslie. Alan, a lot of people are scratching their heads and not quite sure what's going on in the Pacific Northwest, specifically in Oregon, with some folks that are angry with the federal government. Uh, These are ranchers, last name Bundy, related to the dad. Uh, Clive and a lot of people say, you know, what is going on? Because it seems to be changing and depending who you ask, what is going on is, uh, you know, of of whose opinion at the the time. Because you're not going to give us an opinion but the facts and you're there in the Pacific Northwest and cover that region, uh, we'd love to hear uh, the latest on the situation uh, by uh, these individuals. Extremely complicated uh, issue and issues involved here, Leslie, as you mentioned. All of this uh, stems from the arrest, conviction, uh, sentencing of two ranchers here who have been fighting with the government over land use issues for basically half a century. And then their subsequent resentencing to longer sentences. The government didn't believe that a, a judge had behaved properly in sentencing them the way he did, so they were resentenced. And people are very, very upset about that. The Bundy brothers, three of them, uh, who, of course, sons of Clive and Bundy, down in Nevada, uh, have come up here and spearheading this movement, trying to generate support from local ranchers, taking the uh, the Hammond issue. The Hammonds were the ones who were uh, arrested and sent back to federal prison, where they are now. Uh, but he's taking that opportunity to come here and make a point about broader issues of ranchers and farmers and loggers uh, trying to make use uh, of their property and the kind of regulations that they have to deal with with the federal government. So that's the sort of broad picture. Of course, what they've done to broadcast their uh, opinions is take over uh, federal offices at a national wildlife refuge in the far southeast corner of Oregon. Uh, beautiful, but fairly desolate country and right in the right smack in the middle of nowhere. But they're now occupying the 15 or so buildings that make up the ranch headquarters here. Um, some, some of the concerns from the local folks is that they didn't ask these people to come here. A lot of people in the town and nearby uh, tell us, yeah, they, they're concerned about these issues and trying to do business in this federal regulatory environment, but they're not sure that taking over uh, federal property uh, is the way to go about it. These folks have also put out a broad call to militia across the country to come in here and support them and made a point of saying, bring your guns. Uh, we need people to stand with us, and that's not sitting well with people in the town. So here we are now, day so what is it? It happened Saturday. So day four of this stand. Well, you can't really call it a standoff because there's nobody here for these folks to stand off against. We haven't seen uh, law enforcement here at all, at least not in any uniformed uh, uh, sense. So that's yeah, the situation it, it, right here. It, um, and uh, you probably have a million questions. Oh, I do. Um, a, a couple of things. One, I did hear a lot of people uh, throughout the day in that area who were angry and are like, why are they here? They, these are outsiders. You know, we don't have a, a complaint. Get off our land, in other words, um, you know, as you had mentioned. I also heard that they were quoting from the Book of Mormon. And some people were like, you know, if this were somebody quoting from the Quran, it might be a very different story or be you know, deemed and uh, entitled something different than it is right now. Um, is there any kind of a religious affiliation? I mean, the Bundys are part of the Mormon church, correct? Well, the Bundys are, are Mormon, yes, and, and many of their followers are. Uh, I think the argument about if this was, um, you know, 
international terrorism of some kind, the reaction would be different is a, a little bit of an apples and oranges case, but that's for other people to decide. What are most of the people there are angry at this group because they're outsiders and because of what they're doing? Because Oregon doesn't, and the people of that area don't share in their beef, correct? And not really clear, like you said, on the exact beef. That is true. The people we talked to in town, and we talked to a lot of them, are for the most part upset that these folks are here and have done what they've done. But uh, the other flip side of that is most of those same people say the issues that they're bringing to light and focusing attention on need to be paid attention to. Uh, so the, the, the general consensus, or, or gen, I shouldn't say consensus because there's none of that, but most of the folks we talk to say uh, the concept is right, we need more attention on these issues, but the tactic is wrong. What do you feel will, I mean, you know, what, I, one, what is the fear of the community that, that will happen. I mean, because, you know, as tensions escalate and rise and, you know, people have weaponry, there is that concern that there will be violence. Yeah, it's interesting. We, we ran into a young man last night who came out to the site, uh, a local resident who came out to the site to talk with these folks. He just said, people in town are nervous. They need to, for one thing, know what your long-range plans are. I mean, these folks are saying we're going to take back federal uh, lands and give them back to the ranchers who've had them. So that. But how are you going to do that? Who's going to manage that? How are you going to figure out who belongs to what piece of land? How are you going to actually do that and then manage the result? Uh, so concern about that. And he was also concerned, and says a lot of people are, about the call to armed militias to come in and help out. Uh, he says, we, we don't want people. We have no idea who might show up here armed, willing to support this cause, and who knows where that could lead. Yeah, because so, there's a lot of people, again, a lot of is, angry people with guns, or they just want to be angry at somebody, even if it is the, even if they are angry with the federal government, even people who aren't angry with the federal government, they just unfortunately have too much time on their hands of weapon and ammunition and anger. Yeah, and I, I can tell you, they're definitely angry at the federal government. There's no question about that. But I can also tell you that they have been uh, calm, peaceful, polite, obliging. Um, they've dealt with the, you know, massive heard of weasels of the press that have showed up at their doorstep, which, of course, was their intention. Um, they, and they say they do not intend to commit violence. That's not what they're here for. Uh, they make that point over and over again. But, as you say, the situation where you have, I don't know, a couple dozen probably armed folks in a government property uh, waiting for something to happen is just not a good scene at all. A few things. One, so that folks understand um, the federal building in which they're occupying in Oregon. Um, one, what is it? Two, how did they occupy it? And three, why did they leave their state of Nevada? Uh, okay, you're going to have to walk me back through this, but if I get lost. I, no worries, no worries. It's not, a, it's not a federal building like you or I would think of in Albany or New York City or something. This is a, a series of about 15 small uh, offices and outbuildings in a remote national wildlife refuge. Uh, how did they take it over? They just walked in on a holiday Sunday. There was nobody here. Uh, they found their way in. They found keys to the buildings, uh, and they walked in. Um, we've, they've taken us for, for a tour of the facilities, and uh, uh, we, I, I looked for but did not find any, any signs of damage or vandalism or, or any kind of breaking and entering uh, evidence. And what was your third question? I, I knew I'd get lost. Oh, I, I forgot my own third question. Oh, why Oregon? I mean, they're not they, these. These are not Oregonians. These are f folks from Nevada. That, I mean, that's where Daddy is. 
Yeah, most of them are from are from out of state. A few uh, are local. Um, they see this as a as a, a good place to raise their flag, if you will, and try to make the case that there's too much government regulation over uh, how they want to do their business. Um, lots of people in this area. If you're going to ranch cattle. You got to have a lease on federal land to la- to, to ranch cattle, and uh, they're just saying they're not being allowed to run cattle and run their businesses uh, in a way that that makes it good for business and good for the cattle. So they just saw this as an opportunity to make a point about what they see as broader issues throughout the West uh, and, and around the country as well, but mostly in the western U.S. where there is a tremendous amount of federal land. Harney County, where we are, by the way. Uh, is about two-thirds, maybe more, federal land. Uh, so a lot of it is really run by people, uh, you know, sitting in offices far away from here, and they don't like that. Uh, Harney County also is, uh, if it was a state, it would be the ninth biggest state in the country. So this is a big, wide-open place. Uh, the biggest land owner is the federal government, and they clearly saw this as a place that they could make a stand and, and bring their issues to the public. We, of course have uh, gaggled up outside their gate and are helping them do that. I know you can only be with us for one more minute. They've now organized to the point that they have a name for themselves, calling themselves Citizens for Constitutional Freedom. You had said that there have been no law enforcement officers. Authorities and analysts all think that's a good idea and that law enforcement should just wait the protesters out. That's what experts are saying. Is that what you're hearing from experts and authorities and analysts uh, surrounding the situation and, and, and folks you have interviewed? Yeah, that's the general feeling. Basically, we're not hearing much from law enforcement at all. I mean, the, the, the FBI is, you know, putting out a series of press releases saying we're, a, we're aware of this and we're working to, uh, you know, fix the situation. But I haven't seen any uniformed officers in the three days I've been here out at this site. There may be uh, people in plain clothes out here driving by and whatnot, but they're not, there certainly has been no confrontation whatsoever. And the last time I, that I spoke with the Bundys uh, and, and their representatives, which the spokespeople, they said there was there had been no direct contact, no direct contact whatsoever between the federal government and the people who were inside that building. That might have changed overnight, uh, but I just don't know at this point. We're going to um, take a break. I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, you know joining us last minute. Thank you very much. Alan Schoffler, he is Pacific Northwest correspondent for Al Jazeera America. Currently, he's talking to us from uh, 20 miles south of Burns, Oregon. You can follow him on Twitter at Alan Schoffler, A-L-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-U-F-F-L-E-R. And the website for Al Jazeera is AmericaAljazeera.com. We will be back, and when we come back, you can weigh in on this conversation. Pick up the phone and join us. What do you think about those in Oregon, Bundy, Clive and Bundy's son, uh, taking the lead and taking over federal land? What do you think about them reading from the Book of Mormon if they were reading from the Quran? We will be calling these people a different thing, and would federal law enforcement authorities and local law enforcement authorities uh, do something about this? And do you agree with analysts and experts who say, ignore them and they'll go away? What do you think? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. I'll incorporate your tweets more after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE.
talking uh, briefly after our guest in this next segment here. Join me at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Pick up the phone and call me. Were you talking about Bundy and his gang who have now given themselves a title and how they have taken over federal land and property in Oregon, even though they're from Nevada. The people of Oregon don't want them there. Law enforcement aren't uh, doing anything about this right now. They're kind of thinking, ignore them and they'll go away. They've been peaceful, this group, thus far. Let's hope it stays that way. And they've also been reading from the Book of Mormon. Now, I want you to be honest with me. If somebody reads from the Quran or says, Aloha Akbar, they're a terrorist. Why isn't somebody who's reading from the Book of Mormon and trying to tie religion in with their uh, protest considered terrorists? Oh, because they haven't shot anybody. Or nobody's gotten shot yet. Let's be honest, folks. If these guys were reading from the Quran, law enforcement would not be ignoring. We would call it a terrorist activity. We'd all be freaked out. And Donald Trump's ratings would be going up as more people would want to ban Muslims from coming here. So why is it when a bunch of white guys who want to fight the federal government are quoting from a religious book, it, it's no big, you know, small potatoes, no big, no big whoop. These people are in a different state. They're occupying federal lands. They're trying to fight with the federal government. We all know what happened with the Branch Davidians and David Koresh. We know what happened with Randy Weaver and even with the Daddy Bundy in this situation. And the people of Oregon are also asking, why the hell won't you go home? 8886-LESLIE, fight this on your own turf. 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Taking your call, starting it out in the new year in the Bronx online too with Michael. Michael, I know you want to weigh in on the conversation regarding this Oregon standoff, uh, the standoff in Oregon. Uh, Happy New Year. What's your take? Happy New Year, Leslie. I am so mad at what is going on, and I thank you for bringing this issue up because it shows, once again, the double standards of law enforcement as well as the right-wing media who is elevating these people as supposedly patriotic Americans. Hogwash. These people in Oregon, first off, they are armed, and they're holding hostage, if I can use that term, a federal government um Landmark, if you want to call it that. But the thing is, is that I get so mad when they, the right wingers, would take something like Black Lives Matter and call them thugs, call them terrorists, call them the most biggest imbeciles affecting this U.S. nation. And yet, Black Lives Matter, that protest against police brutality, they've always been peaceful. They've always been. Um, civil. They've always been law-abiding, and most important, they have been unarmed. All right? So how in the world, Ms. Mr. and Ms. Right-Wingers that are listening out there are going to call somebody like Black Lives Matter a bunch of terrorists and thugs and falsely accuse them of terrorizing this nation, but elevate somebody like the Bundys that are clearly armed, that clearly uh, voice um, threats of violence, you're going to elevate them as patriotic Americans? What the hell is wrong with you people? Come on. Well, I have to say, you know, again, I, you know, I don't understand. I mean, you have, an, you have a group of individuals who... Wait a minute, wait a minute, Michael. Uh, yeah, I'll let you finish a minute. You have a group of individuals breaking the law, and the law is doing nothing about it. And, and, and to me, this sends a very, very bad signal to those out there considering such action who may not be as peaceful. And it does also bother me that they're reading from a religious book. 
you Michael? Know, you know, be it, be it, be it the Book of Mormon or the Bible or even the Quran, it's inexcusable. I mean, again. I mean, really, I agree with you. If your beef is with the federal government, then because uh-huh. we practice separation of church and state, no religious text should be in your hand and be quoted from. But add to that part, Leslie, again, when the compare and contrast thing, you know, the 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 law enforcement, they say, ignore them and go away. Yeah, night's going, but yet you guys were the first ones to quickly put on riot gear to shut down peaceful protests and speaking out against your brutality. So explain that one. Not you, Leslie, but I'm talking to those that are listening. They, they ought to know by now, Michael from the Bronx, whenever they think they got the answers, I change the questions, and I'm the first one to call them out when I catch hypocrisy. All right, Michael, thank you. Appreciate the call. Let's continue with the calls, and we go next uh, here at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543, to Annette in Arizona on line one. Hi, Annette, who is listening on KPHX. Good afternoon. Hi, um, I just, uh, I want to say, uh, first of all, um, my husband's grandfather uh, had over 2,000 heads of uh, cattle in, in uh, outside Fox, uh, Nevada. He always paid his fees, always paid his fees. And, uh, you know, my husband was a hotshot while he was in college. He, he you know, he put out forest fires. Um, we have had friends that passed away. Uh, that were killed in forest fires, fighting forest fires. So it this really touches home for me. Um, first of all, you know, with regard to their father, Clive and Bundy, um, it is synonymous to, uh, you know, stealing uh, to feed his cattle. He stole off taxpayers and then made a profit off his cattle. That's so, I mean, that's, that's a criminal enterprise. When you see it's the same thing as hijacking a truck and selling the damn cigarettes. It's a criminal enterprise. You stole from the American people. Now they want to stick their nose in and commit extortion like a bunch of thugs to get two people who set a fire. And mind you, arson to most forensic psychologists and arsonists or arsonists, usually progress to more violent crime. So basically, this is, to me, this is organized crime activity. You've got, you know... Interesting. That's a very good point. Federal land, federal, yeah. not federal land, to feed your cattle to make a profit. With then, guns, by the way, wait, wait, with guns, by the way, at a wildlife refuge. <laughs> it is a wildlife refuge. You have no right to set fire... Yeah, uh, they are, they are yeah, arson. Arson is illegal. I agree. I agree. Look, they have a First Amendment. They have a First Amendment right. They have a First Amendment right to protest and a Second Amendment right to hold a gun in their hand. They do not have a right to take over. They do not have a right to commit arson, and they do not have a right to put animals in a wildlife refuge uh, in harm's way. No, they don't. And they also and they, and these group of thugs who call themselves a militia. I'm sorry, but militias were there to protect to protect the state back when we didn't have when we didn't have federal and military we don't have federal military right now we don't need the militia to go in there to extort the fed to get to get two arsonists out of their jail sentence thank you for the call annette there in arizona we have another hour coming up don't go away